I may have a special surprise for you. Really? Yeah. So, our second guest? I want you to close your eyes right now because I hear them. All right. Come on in. Hi. Think about what you're telling me. When you break it down like that. There's no other way to break it down. (laughs) It just sounds like such an excuse for us to put on thongs and dress up as women. I guess so. So not only do I look good, which I had no idea that I actually even looked like this because I've been taking quarantine when very seriously. When you were serious. wearing that mask, I wasn't sure that it was you the whole time that we walked up to the hotel room. It could have not. It could have been anybody. I could have just intercepted a text, hey bro, I'll be there. Next thing you know, I'm taking masks off for a different reason. Yellow mic. Yellow mic. Yellow mic, yellow mic. Hey. Dude, it's been a minute since I saw you, bro. It's been a minute since I've seen anybody. Yeah. Literally, I've literally <laughs> I've only seen like four friends in I'm, the last year I'm and a half. I'm feeling that energy from <laughs> you. <laughs> and it's, it's exciting. It's literally, I, I feel like I could totally do Mars. Like if they were taking volunteers to get off this planet. Yeah. And they were like, you know, you're going to be isolated. You'll be around, you know, maybe 100 people for the rest of your life. I'd be like, sign me up. I'm cool. No masks needed, whatever, just fresh air. I feel like I've, I have I could pull it off. I could do the rest of my life just... You're one of those people who adapted to quarantine right away. Well, I kind of adapted, but also it's kind of <laughs> nice. Did it break you? To just, <laughs> you just started to just looking be like, uh, uh, now uh, I'm an excuse to just be alone with just, you know, one or two people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you get used to your core group real quick. Yeah. But also back to the fact that yeah, did quarantine break me? <laughs> did quarantine mean mean break me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do truly believe I like uh, might have been broken a little bit. But do you feel like you rebuilt yourself? No. No. <laughs> like, Look I'm... at how I feel super weird sitting next to you right now. I went to a blazer <laughs> game last night. Like Congrats, the f- by the way. They're doing good. Well, we lost oh, last you know, night. So I, didn't, I didn't tune in to last. No, it's okay, but we are in the playoffs. Uh, you're in the playoffs. Though. So that's good. That's why I meant the yeah, congrats. Yeah, exactly. But last night's game <laughs> was the first game. I, I, have, I have season tickets. I've been going to games for, for like uh, season tickets for 10 years. But since I was 12 years old, I've been going to the Trailblazer games. And last night I went to the first game in a year and a half since quarantining has happened. And I think... The 8,000 other people in that arena uh, probably was the first thing that they've done in a year and a half because it was literally like going to a semi-pro hockey game. That's the fans were like, just going, just going crazy, chanting refs, you suck, and they haven't even been out of the house in a year, and that's the first thing they can. It was chaos. They're still in the parking Trump lot. The game hasn't even got started kicked yet. Kicked out right by me. His bro, not wearing a mask. Was like I ain't leaving. I'm like you are leaving. Like everyone, like a girl got her her pizza. Her she was holding a pizza, and some dude just somehow blasted by her and knocked this brand new pizza, unbitten, no bites off of it, out of her hand, and it goes flying. And I'm just like, this is chaos. I'm wearing my mask. This is nuts. Like how are we supposed to get back to this being normal? But it felt good, didn't it? It felt. 
weird. <laughs> I would like, yeah, it felt good to, um, you slowly know, get, back. get out of the, there's no slowly getting back to anything. Well, when, when I've been it's full speed doing shows again. on the road, you, you sense that with audience members because they're like, oh, like they're, they're not sure how to feel like yeah. being back out and like back out of the clubs and stuff like that. They're like, am I doing something wrong by being here? They're a little bit inside in their head. And as the show goes on, they chill out and they become better audience members. But at first they're sometimes like, Ooh. do they all wear masks? No. Mm-mm. Oh, so you're if you're going... seated, then you don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> so <laughs> this is crazy. Like people's lives have changed. This is crazy. Like, <laughs> people's like livelihoods, careers, they've been changed or now no longer exist because of this. And like all of a sudden we're like, <laughs> you're yeah, like, no mask needed again. You're like a guy who just found out about the pandemic. Like, have you heard about this thing? It's changing people's lives. Holy crap. Like, What's going on? Don't breathe. <laughs> this would be literally the best time to have a year and a half ago committed a crime and gone to prison because <laughs> you're not everybody... missing out on shit oh yeah yeah <laughs> and it might be safer there's no fomo no fomo yeah whatsoever you didn't miss out on the concert or your friend's wedding nothing yeah. like nobody had a wedding pause no concerts i actually got out of some weddings and i was freaking stoked they're they're coming back tenfold my friend oh it's scary all those weddings that <laughs> you avoided for last year there's gonna be 10 weddings the revenge next year. of the weddings <laughs> let's write a movie let's do it Go just on. a whole year a whole year like where it's like that's actually a great idea let's for a it. movie that's it let's do it let's do it let's okay do it. we're writing okay. that film yeah who knows where it'll ever end up but let's do revenge that revenge of the weddings <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> Wow, God. Like it, was, uh, it was a paradise for every bro in, in America while quarantine was happening. Once, we'll call it what, Until they found a cure. What once was, now is. <laughs> that, we'll call it, it'll be like a sci-fi horror film. Yeah. With a little slash of comedy. Anyways, back yeah. to the story. Dude. Uh, yellow Mike. One of the, <laughs> Yellow Mike, Yellow Mike, Yellow Mike. One of the last times I was in Portland, uh, you and I. Uh, we, is, is that any relation to QAnon? Nope, you and I is a very different organization. Really? Yep. Okay. You and I is uh, me and Aaron. Oh, I, this, I've been stuck inside Dude. watching news, and I'm like, QAnon, you and I. I, I don't forgot, know. I'm like, bro, I forgot how much I like your energy. You're oh. a freaking like electric jolt of it. I love it. I got a year and a half stored up in here, my friend. Yeah, let's freaking go, dude. How much time you got on this podcast, huh? Remove the mask. What are you talking about? Let's do this. <laughs> Yellow mic. Anyways, so we, uh, you and I, yeah, yeah, you and I, okay. uh, we we went to. Uh, uh, you said I know this great place that has the best steak in town. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it was uh, it was in a strip club. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, gentlemen's club, strip mm-hmm. club, uh, Lucky Devil actually, mm-hmm. and that's my friend Sean and Josh, and and shout out to Sean and Josh, Lucky Devil, and Frank. You know, What's up, Frank, my, my boys there. Uh, very high class place though, right? Well, you you thought it was very funny because <laughs> you, you, you're like, what am I doing? Here? So I've I have never been to a strip club before, and Aaron's like, dude, we're what not gonna you... go inside. We have to go through it, but we're not gonna eat inside of it. I'm like, I guess I'll I guess I'll do that. So we were gonna eat in the back patio of the strip club. Yeah. So. We, you know, you have to walk through this gentleman's club. And so I just looked at the floor. You <laughs> closed your time. eyes and I guided you through to the back patio where there's a fire pit. And and, and granted, now we're outside safe as this is pre-COVID by far. Oh, like, yeah. Long years ago. COVID, yeah. like, and, and finally you, you get outside and you're like, 
okay, so what's the scene? <laughs> like, and, I, and we got our food, and, and how amazing was it? It was incredible. Yeah. I still remember the blue cheese crumbles yeah. and the steak. Lucky Devil Lounge. Really, really good. Yeah, right yeah. here in Portland. My friend but Sean you, and, and Josh, I was saying, they did this thing, uh, Boober Eats, where they ended up like maybe having to change the name because Boober, whatever, but yeah. they would deliver uh, topless or, or you know scantily clad to doors during the pandemic. That was pretty cool. So <laughs> so they took their blue cheese on the road and delivered it to you. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, you, you thought that was the funniest thing. Like, because I, I, I look down at the ground and you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I I'm a married guy. I don't really, I, I don't really want to look around or anything. Yeah. Did you even, <laughs> like, like, be honest. No, did I didn't. You I did not peek. peek at all? Nope. I looked at all floor. The only thing that I saw was like, like, <laughs> dude, bro. The only thing that I saw was literally I saw like some ankles. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no, 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 Jeremiah, keep looking. I did not go to a titty club. I went to an ankle club. <laughs> That's all I went That's to. All I saw. They had really good steak at this ankle club, honey. <laughs> That's it. And nice ankles. Really, from no, what no. I could see. I mean, I'm not going to even comment on yeah. the ankles. Yeah. What if there is? Oh my God, though. Seriously. So yeah, and and that was shocking to me because I've you know grown up my whole life in Oregon and, and Portland and been around here and like that is kind of just something that's just like a normal nightclub it's or, just part or of life. bar yeah it's just is a, a, a strip club uh, I don't personally frequent strip clubs to like do much more than hang out with my friends and eat cheese cheese steak sandwiches and sure. you know blue cheese steaks and, yeah and sometimes the occasional french fry and salad um, and I partake in non-alcoholic beverages, and uh, I, I I keep my heads down too. You know, my my eyes, I keep them down. Sometimes I do this though, like, but then I'm right back down. Into you're right it, back so into like, you're right you know, back into the steak. You're right back into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like I'm there for a purpose. You right. know, like the occasional like, which is a little different than what you yeah. are used to. A little bit different. Have experience. you been to a strip club since? No. So the only time. The only time I've been to strip clothes with you <laughs> and the other the other time where Wait, the, strip clubs? I'll tell you the other time. <laughs> the other time was literally I was in Montreal and I lost one of my friends, my buddy Jamar Neighbors. We were needing to do a show together, do a show at this Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Mm -hmm. The reason why we're out there for he's lost. <laughs> he turns out he was in the strip club and I had to get him out of the strip club. So I literally. So he, has, he wasn't actually lost. You we just, lost him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't <laughs> lost. He wasn't like I'm so lost. I, I ended up in the strip club. I don't know what happened. How I, did I get I'm here? so glad you guys found me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's like missing posters around <laughs> yeah, town and stuff like, like that. A week later. <laughs> yeah. Jamal. I've Jamal, been in here Jamal. the whole time, man. Have you been inside of this place? It's amazing. And you come in, you're like. So I literally looks pretty cool. I mean, so I literally I go up to the bouncer. I was like, "Hey, have you seen a black guy with a very colorful uh, jacket uh, that's uh, in here?" And the guy's like, "What are you looking at?" I was like, Dude, I'm "Just I'm still trying to look at the floor." And you didn't look up again. No, no, no. Huh. Is it because you feel like you're doing something wrong? Because yeah. I mean, I get that. Yeah. No. The, that definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do when you're on the beach, and there's like girls in bikinis? Well, I try not to stare. <laughs> you just avoided the whole look thing and went straight to stare. Like well, there's mean, a couple. I'm gonna. Like, I'm, I guess there's a couple levels I'm, between. I'm gonna see. Yeah, I'm gonna look and see. But yeah. you know, I'm 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 trying to, out of respect for my wife, not try to uh, you know like yeah. Google women and stuff like that. Totally. 
the old googly eyes. So, but but like, what about a topless girl on the beach? And like you're in the south of France, everything's um, wonderful, and there's a topless girl. I was with girl. my wife one time. Okay. There was a topless girl. No way it happened. In California. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. There's a topless girl, and my wife. She, <laughs> in she California? Looked, in California. <laughs> <laughs> the city of Cheers. opportunities. Boink. <laughs> there was a woman who was topless, and this freaking creepy guy ruined it because there's always one creepy dude who ruins it for everybody else. Uh, he started staring. No, this older guy walked up to these two women who were topless. He walked up to them and he goes, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Get lost, get lost. And then what did they do? Just, like, and, and, and they're like, they're like, okay, so they rolled yeah. over. They yeah. rolled over. They're like, okay. But were you then. looking at him talking to them? Yeah, of did course. Did you look at them before? Before he went and talked to them? Yeah. It's so <laughs> My just, wife was the, even like... The only difference is that, what, there's sand on the beach? But my wife even goes, she, she looks and she goes, yes, Jeremiah, she's very pretty. I'm like... All right, I'm glad you said something. I was definitely not yeah, going to say anything, yeah. but like, she, I was like, yeah, she's like, yeah, she's probably from you know, like another country or something. And this she, is the norm. She, yep, she had an accent. Oh yeah. This creepy dude started being like, hey, what's going on, girls? All this stuff, and they're like, okay, so I we're going to turn over now. Bye. Was this like in Venice Beach or something? It was around there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that sounds like a, just another day in Venice. Another day in Venice. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, yeah. So, so that was uh, that. That this is true about the uh, the gentlemen's club. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of them here in Portland, and that was hilarious. That that actually, I couldn't still believe that that was the first time you basically had ever been into a place like that. Yeah, I did an indie movie where uh, I was in a, a strip club scene. Oh, and that was. That was filmed. It wasn't at a strip club, but they like did a set design like around it, yeah. and that I mean there were strippers so, in the scene. Let me ask you this: yeah. as an actor, uh -huh. if you went into a strip club as an actor, mm -hmm. you're just acting, right? Absolutely. So like you could pretty much go into the strip club and not feel like you're doing something wrong as an actor. As an actor, because as an as an actor in a film you did, there was a strip club. Was there? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you were cool and they with that. Were yeah, and the girls were topless in that. It I was for a comedy. I think I'm onto something here. If you just always say you're a acting. <laughs> that is a slippery slope, my get friend. Get away with anything. <laughs> Guys, it was acting. I don't, was acting. Don't, just don't worry about it. I it's mean, a new on. film coming out. That, yeah. That's literally how I started my career in you're Jackass. Like, I'm, doing, I'm doing research. I'm I was doing... like, no, I'm just acting everything. Everything I did, I was like, no, I'm acting. What was, <laughs> what was the first thing that, that, that got you... What was the first thing, even before Jackass, where where you're doing like stunt stuff, where you're like, oh, I think I'm onto something. Oh, good question, Jeremiah Watkins. <laughs> hot Red Mike. Hot Red Mike. Aaron McGee. Danger Aaron. <laughs> Here we on go. The show. Oh yeah. By the way, hi, I'm Danger Aaron. Hey guys, um, <laughs> welcome to the show. We yeah. just we go full force sometimes. That was like the prelude. That, every time we see each other, though, it's right away. It's we on, we go Dr. a thousand Tom. miles an hour. I it's like a it. Year though. and a half. Waited for this for a year. Oh. 
Oh, sorry. What? I was thinking about the strip club. <laughs> oh, you're acting. I was acting. I was acting. Don't worry. About it. Yeah, yeah. I was acting about it. Hot mic. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, mic. Uh, uh, first mic. thing. <laughs> question. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, hi everybody, and, and it's so great to see you, Jeremiah. It's, it's been so long. It has been a long. It feels time. like a lifetime. It's been forever. We both, dude, we have children now. We have children. We have you children. have a child, and I have a That's child. Crazy. Kids of the COVID. It's Let's, cool. I want to start a band. Pandy babies. And have them like little kids be the band. Yep. I want to call it kids of the covid kids of the covid it also sounds like a horror film though it could be all sorts of things yeah it could be a it can be anything okay literally anyways do you think your kids going to be musical no i have no idea i'm just going to let her be whoever she wants to be with yeah. some guidance and some preparation for life by you know through me yeah you know, it might be that we move to Mars, like I was talking about. I'm ready for it. I think point. they're ready for you at this point. Yeah, you're Mars, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. Hey, man, I get into it, dude. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I get it. Same. Uh, so you asked me what was the first thing I did as a stunter or whatever. Yeah, before. Yeah, So even before. Way before. Like, it goes back, you know, I, I've told this story maybe a couple times. I can't remember. It's really hard to remember what? Pre-COVID past. Literally, I, I, I can't remember the music even I, I listened to. The ghost of COVID past comes it, to visit it, you. It's and become something of a... A little bit of a haze. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's all a haze. Like, I think it's like, maybe I have an early case of dementia or something. Well, it's also probably because the baby, too. Everything is that's just... Probably so, true. I think it's more that. I think it's more You're baby right. haze than just COVID like, haze. Pff, mind that's, blown. A, that's what I feel. Yeah. Uh, this last month, freaking... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then the nine months pre, you know, yeah, like well, not, yeah. Not, not not quite nine months, but the, you know, yeah, do 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 nine months ago. What happened nine months ago? Nine months ago. Shh. We're not going to talk about it. Were you guys? Were, were you guys we trying were, for a while? We were acting. We were acting. <laughs> were you and your oh your, no? Your lady, I mean, or did it life, happen pretty quick? It happened pretty fairly quickly, and um, and we discussed all of its realities mm -hmm. and made it a, a very logical, educated, and loving decision that's great to go forward and we have a wonderful healthy beautiful little baby girl named cedar nice. cedar moon that's awesome tight right? cedar moon cedar moon mcgee that's that's like very anime i like that she's well I, she's fifth generation oregonian see i'm even wearing a hat oregon but um so I, there's a lot of cedar trees up here you know mm -hmm. and and also we have uh, uh the moon mm -hmm. up here you do? Yeah. It was full last night. Did Are you, you not see it? Only here, though, in Oregon. Huh. But yeah, so we have, have cedar trees and moon. Cedar trees and moon. So I was like, what better name? Okay. What, what was your question? Um, my question was, well, no, just now. What were you trying to say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Anyways, so yes. Well, for, well, well we, yeah. I asked if you if you if you guys were trying for a little while. If yes. it happened right away. No. So there is reality now. Here we are, and life is wonderful. And I wouldn't change anything at all. That's awesome. I'm so happy, and that is, in itself, the gnarliest, craziest, most beautiful thing I've ever been through in my life. It's surreal. Like it literally might have blown my mind. A little bit and I'm still kind of oh, when, it's what you're talking about as well is like oh. the birth of your child and just like wow what, what was your reaction when like because me like I didn't expect this out of me uh -huh. I started bawling like immediately oh. I like literally I like like because we had some complications during yeah. the birth yeah and then when everybody was okay and everything I was just like just waterworks 
Yeah, you were staying solid during, and then afterwards, oh, I was, you just I was, I was set. A but as soon as whoa, as soon as everybody was okay, even the doctors were like, like father, like son. He was probably crying too, right? Yeah, he was. <laughs> you guys are great together. You should start a band. He's just like his dad. <laughs> um, no, I was taking photographs because I do photography. You're so. a talented photographer, Thank dude. You. Thank I you. I really, you, dude, you showed me some of your work, and I also follow you on Instagram, of course, and. You got some dope shots. Yeah. I've been touring with bands for like 20 years now, and I'm putting out this book and all this stuff. But be, be, to not to get off subject, which is very easy to do when you have a year and a half of shit to talk about. Pieces of Aaron. Pieces of Aaron. Pieces of Aaron. Back to what I was doing is I was taking photographs and being there for, for you know, my my, my loved one and, and the family and all of that was happening. There mm -hmm. was only myself and her mother that was allowed into uh, having the room in the room having the baby oh yeah uh because due to covid and whatnot so i think that that's almost a blessing in some yeah ways. it was it wasn't like because a big like show. My, my family and stuff wanted that they're like we're gonna be there right i'm like eh, COVID. yeah no and sorry like, yeah, yeah. And i was like grateful it gives you more time to focus on what you're doing yeah. and how it real it is because it's it's intense so but but i i cut the umbilical cord and then I you know too, I, yeah and then i ate i ate that immediately because they say that um, the placenta and the umbilical cord is the most uh, spiritual way to go to the other side. And I think that's what happened. Why my mind is so blown is that after I ate the placenta that like, was Did fresh. Did you eat the placenta? Straight away, and put it in my mouth. They told me I read this thing on Google. I, I honestly cannot tell if you're joking. I read this thing on Google that said if you tell. do this, you are you will transcend to another space and time and realize some things. Like it, it's a little bit more verbally verbally educated mm -hmm. than what I'm saying. Uh, but it basically said, you know, do this and you'll be able to like transcend your your mind to another space and time and understand life and it's all being from the beginning to the end. And you feel that way? No, no. You're like, I didn't actually eat the you're placenta. Like, this tastes weird. I didn't actually do that. Some people do. I didn't do any of that other than cut the umbilical cut cord, it. which basically was the same as eating it and going all trippy mindset fucker because that literally like was so intense and mm -hmm. so surreal. I'm like, life is like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like breathing, living, being birthed to the end, all yeah. of it. You being and a dad, me being a dad. All, what? Like totally. What? It's a trip. It is. But back to your question, when was the first stunt I ever did? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was when I was the age of three. Uh, I was, I grew up in a mortuary. My dad's a mortician. Uh, yeah. And so at the age of three, uh, I had this little van thing here, and I was like that, and I, I launched it off of these 18 stairs. They're wooden, gnarly. Like, I look at that now, and I think, like, my child were to do that at the age of three, I would literally be, like, in shock. Mortified. Like, oh, my God, what do I do? Ah! And so I launched this van, and it went flying down there, so I thought it looked cool, and so I took a couple steps back, and I ran full speed, and I jumped 18 stairs down to the bottom, and... My mom heard this big thud, crazy, and I started crying, but I started crying because I looked over like this and I realized that my van had broken the, the back of the, the, the door broke and I start and that made me cry. Yeah. And then I realized like I felt pain because I had no idea what pain was before that, that particular moment. And, and my mom comes rushing 
down the stairs and picks me up and and puts me into the bath and gives me a bath and then later uh, after that gives me some ice cream and puts me in bed and I'm crying and, and I start feeling better and that it was that moment at the age of three that I realized that if I just do crazy stuff I, I, my mom will, will give me ice cream and so and, and so literally I've been chasing that my entire life and that's not a joke or, or like it, 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 that is 100% correct accurate I remember it so vividly as if it were I still have the van at home but that was that's the crazy moment that, that you you have that strong of a memory at 3 years old yeah I can tell you the 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 color of the walls I can tell you the color of the sheet or the bed shed, the bed sheet that my mom put me wow. on the color of the bed the color of uh, all of it vividly. I, I remember things before that, but that is the moment in my life that at the age of three, I realized that like- It's it shaped. Like, kind of like, uh, I, like, you know, you as an entertainer, like why, are you, why do you do it? Do you, you, you like that energy that you get sure. for entertaining people and, and, and getting noticed or something, oh, you yeah. know? It's like, ah, so that is exactly it. I have early memories of my parents asking me to do voices or, and stuff for their friends, and there you go. I got hooked. And you liked the I attention. Li yeah, of course. Yeah. How old were you? I mean, probably around this time, this probably would have been around like five. Five years old, there yeah. you go. Yeah. And you learned something then, you felt something then, that was, rewarding yeah. to you. And so ever since then, you good. haven't Pe been able to Pe shake it. Pe people were happy and laughing yeah. and they're like telling me great job and stuff. I was like, oh, this so, is great. So think about this. My first inclination of that and feeling was, was when I jumped off of 18 stairs. Yours was doing voices and look at us still today. You're doing voices and I'm jumping off of stairs. We, you get, <laughs> think about it. You guys literally just did Jackass 4. <laughs> we just did. Are you excited about it? I jumped off some stairs. Did you really? We built these stairs on Mars and I fucking jumped all the way back to Earth. That's how I feel. I'm sitting here in so much pain. Full circle, dude. Yeah, full circle, bro. But isn't that crazy? Yeah. That your method of, of achieving that feeling was to do voices and, and comedy. And I, I do comedy and voices as well, but, but I did shtick more. Like I used my body. Yeah, for for that feeling, from the beginning, and we're still like to this day. I'm 44 now. How old are you now? Um, 32. 32. Yikes! Yeah. But you're still 32. Yeah. And for 32 for 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 28 years, you've been basically living that same pattern. Yeah. And you'll never not, even when you retire or just move move on to something else, you'll always appreciate that feeling you get when you make somebody laugh did you have the same excitement going back to doing jackass four as you did as the first couple or is it just a new shifted kind of energy well good question, good question. right because like the first like the first couple it's so new you guys are like it was never new though well, I mean, the the sensation of like we're doing a movie—that's got to be a new feeling. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like yeah. this this thing that we grew together. Like now we get to do a movie with this. Yeah, I I think the I definitely still have the feeling, uh, whether it be anxiety or oh. uh, or excitement. There, there's a lot of a lot of all of so many feelings that happen when we go to film a movie um, but it's for me it's the same feeling 
uh, as it was when we just started the pilot for the TV show. Yeah. Like, and it goes back to that age of being age three. That feeling is it never, like people are like, how are you going to do jackass? You're 44 and you've had 27 surgeries. You've broken your neck three times. You've had 11 knee surgeries. Your hand's been broken twice. Your face has been broken four times. You ripped your tooth out with Bam's Lamborghini and it took nine months to heal. What are you thinking, dude? How are you going to perform? How are you going to be on Jackass 4? And I look at that person and I say, What? You say, What? Reflection? <laughs> 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 Reflection. I, I literally you're wake up in this body who... and I'm like, oh my god, you're right. Holy shit, this is me. No, I literally you're, say you're looking to that in the, You're looking in the mirror like, I'm the only one who knows these stats as well as <laughs> unless somebody really studied a Wikipedia or something like that. Yeah, I'm like, wait. <laughs> how do you know all that? <laughs> wait a second. You rattled that off real freely. Yeah, I'm who serious. Who are you? I'm serious. That's what I say to them because it's so confusing that people know everything. I mean, <laughs> no, but truly, like, it's not, it's it's no different. It's a different kind of excitement. It's a, it's a different, it's a, the only thing different is, like, um, the, the ability to move on from the pain. Oh, it lingers a little, yeah. yeah. It's going to linger a little bit and, more, and yeah. It's not necessarily the pain as much as the injury, um, and that's mentally and physically, because mentally, there's a lot of things that happen when we go and film these movies yeah. where we mess with each other mentally, not just physically. Right. And You have to have your guard up the entire time oh being my on God, set around dude. those guys. Yeah. I, I, like, uh, yeah. And <laughs> they like to mess with you a lot. Yeah, I, I guess. You like, get, you as, get, as they say, I get picked on uh, quite a bit more than most. And I don't even know if it's a picked on thing. Here's the deal. There is... There, nine of us now there's some more of us to new cast that's coming in and it's pretty cool they're rad uh but it started out as like nine of us ten of us and we each have like a role to that and my role is to basically do whatever it takes to make people laugh yeah and going back to the age of three whatever it takes to make people whether laugh. It's so stares like whether it's... i don't normally like take shit from people like I do with Jackass. Like, to be honest, I just don't. Uh, but this is my job and this is the dynamic that has been created. So I'm gonna do the best that I can and make people fucking laugh. Yeah. And if I gotta get dick hair on my face to do it or rip my tooth out with the Lamborghini, break my face, you know, nine months healing, have to bone graft somebody else's bone into my mouth because it cracked from here to the my eye socket. What? Yeah, it cracked all the way up into my eye socket from here, from the roof of my mouth to my eye socket. And that took nine months to heal. Break my neck three times, blah, 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 all these things. The if broken I'm gonna neck, do it, I'm gonna do it the best I can the and best people are gonna fucking laugh their asses off. Yeah. So if I gotta get picked on a little bit to make you laugh, then fucking let's do this. There you go. So I'm an actor. I'm acting. I'm acting. It goes back to the strip club. Exactly. I'm acting. <laughs> I'm acting. <laughs> Is the neck injury the scariest out of all those injuries? Hmm. The broken neck, because <clears throat> well, I the, mean, the idea of the broken neck, a broken neck is, is like, you know, paralyzed. You're thinking, yeah, yeah. I, it, it by far is like something I don't wish upon even my most mortal enemies of all time. It, the pain of 
when your nervous system gets messed with, so PTSD from all the, you know, being on guard and all that and being constantly preparing for the end of the my life possibly, I don't know. Like I could tell you some shit we've done in this new movie, but I'm not going to because I can't. Yeah. So I really can't, but I I would, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Because I'm choosing not to. Yeah. You would, but you could. But I will but... tell you some shit that I did on the movie was so gnarly. I thought maybe I would die, or definitely like not be able to procreate a child. Which luckily <laughs> I never told them while we were filming. I had uh, I was pregnant. We were pregnant during the whole filming until the end because I'm like, if I tell them I, I'm having a baby already, they're gonna cut my dick off. And so turns out I could have told them anyways because we pretty much cut my dick off. So <laughs> I, I mean, we didn't cut it off, but I definitely have bleeding. Let me see it, dude. Let me see it, dude. All right, you want to see it? Bro? Yeah, dude. yeah, let me see it. Dude. Let me see it. <laughs> I've been taking my mask off in a year in a weird hotel room here in Portland, Listen, Oregon. Dude, I just asked you to right. my hotel room. I asked to see All your right. dick, and I said, "Take that mask off, yeah. dude." Well, were you gonna look at it, or are you gonna look at my ankles? <laughs> Which might be both at the same time. Oh, dude. no! Swinging it. Can you do one of those? Is that we can no? add that in? Okay, cool. We can add that in. Yeah, do that right now. Cool. Yeah, dude. Tight shit. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeremiah Watkins. And when I'm not bombing on podcasts with Anthony Jeselnik, I sometimes like to sneak away to a farm and milk my goats. And while I do that, I use fume. <laughs> fume is uh, not nicotine-based. It's plant-infused essential oils. That feels nice. And this feels nice. They could help you quit smoking. You might want to look into it. Fume handcrafts beautiful wooden pieces to make the quitting process simple and easy and even cool looking. I mean, can you smoke a cigarette while you milk a goat? No. You can inhale essential oils with fume. It's that nice. This is lemonberry bliss and this helps with my allergies because I have a huge nose. And if you got a big honker like myself or big teats like this goat right here, helps with seasonal allergies. Look into it. Head to www.fumeessential.com. That's F-U-M essential and use code WONDER to save yourself 10% to help you or a loved one quit smoking today. Oh, how you liking that, pal? Fume has already helped over 30,000 customers worldwide with hundreds of customers who have shared their quitting stories on their site. So go check it out. Head to www.breathefume.com. That's breathefum.com and use promo code WONDER and grab a fume and check out their variety of plant-infused cores. And start not smoking today. So, um, you know, yeah, it, it's, 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 it was, it's not like it was more fun when we were younger. It's still fun or not. Um, I think what's surprising to people is that um, that people still care about jackass. Like, oh yeah, or maybe that's it's not surprising to to maybe myself and and to people at all. Maybe it's not surprising. Maybe it's just rad because uh, back then there was no YouTube or you know social media or anything like that. So 
when I first saw it, my mind was blown. I was like, yeah. what are these guys doing? Like, yeah. ser- like legitimately, I was like, what are these guys doing? Yeah, now you just go on social media and it's like, everybody's doing that. Well, so it's not really- You guys paved like, the way though. Yeah, there was other people along before us and there always will be and always has been, but we were perfect storm. Like perfect storm. That, you know, the stuff that we were doing was so, gnarly and weird and mtv just happened to be kind of you know needing a show and was then, there anything that you were like look back on where you're like embarrassed by anything like you're like ah maybe i shouldn't have done that one like any stunts where you're like nah. have you seen anything i've done <laughs> like <laughs> i would say all of it but i mean if you were to like break it down to just a few yeah yeah i'd probably say all of it <laughs> <laughs> this is what daddy does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no there's nothing I regret or, or you know, like yeah. that. Like the, the only thing I might re- will in the future or have will regret is anything I do to hurt somebody, like to harm them purposefully or to demean them in any way, like other than my, my bros, that that's kind of what we do. Yeah. But it seems like these days especially everybody's very not just sensitive but aware of other people's life and feelings and uh perspectives sure and so the, the only thing i could ever regret saying or doing is anything that would be harmful to somebody else in that way and i and that's true because i really just want to live a good life and like be able to take my last breath knowing i was a good person and that is fucking hard to do for humans these days. But if, it takes effort. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort. But if, like, I've, I've almost died a couple times, and one time in particular, I literally DMT released in my brain. And, uh, you know, growing up in the mortuary, uh, I've been around death my entire life. Like, I've known it's knocking on my door. That's why I go full every day, whatever, if I can. Uh, but it, it DMT released in my brain, and I had, like, five seconds of thought of me dying and my whole life flashed before my eye, like literally my whole life as vividly as I'm living it right now, like flash in my mind. So that my, expression my, is it's a true, very true 100% true. And in the end, the last thing was I was, uh, the, the one thing I was really upset about was that I didn't get a chance to properly say goodbye. And the other thing that let me at, go to at peace was that I lived a good life and I, I felt, I feel like I'm a good person with good energy. And that that was truly my heaven. And I believe that, that, that since I was very young growing up in the mortuary and going in through, you know, with books in my hands, coming back from elementary school day, uh, there'd be a family going, a funeral going, and, and I'd, I'd talk to an old lady or something, and she, she would tell me stories about her husband and whatever else, and I realized it's the memories that we leave behind for what our life was that lives forever. And I, I would much rather live be, leave behind memories, good memories people can say, like, rad stuff about, yeah. than, than to say, I, like, I'm a badass and I, I made lots of money or anything else. I burned a bunch of people. And so I learned, Firsthand, heaven for me is to be able to like to let go, 
to die what, in peace. What was the incident that where you where you had that that DMT release in your brain that that near death experience? So I <laughs> I've never skydived before, but this one time I went skydiving. I, I linked up on a tandem, yeah. and the dude they matched me up with was named Steve-O. That's his nickname. I don't fucking know how this happened. He dread hair and whatever else. And we get up there 14,000 feet, and I'm with a bunch of people, and we jump out. And when we jump, and I've almost died several other times where I'm way more in control. Like, I can be like, whoa, shit, because I'm, I used to be pretty spry. Like, I can jump away from a near-death experience. Yeah. But when you're skydiving, you can't jump away for yeah, two zigs or zag or anything. Them. Yeah. So we are free falling and the parachute gets tangled because, you know, a bunch of like teenage girls put the parachutes in before you jump because that's how we do it up here in Oregon. You know what I'm saying? What a damn shouldn't be. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> we don't care about the, the, the no, shoots. No, no. no one last person to worry about feeding. Yeah, it's all good. He's all good. Thanks for Hey, that cow's hungry over there. Though. Things are different in the gun, man. You do what you got to do. So I'm like free falling, and the parachute doesn't open correctly, and now we're in a G4 spiral. My eyeball socket pops like it starts leaking fluid. Weird. And we go into this G4 spiral, and then he cuts the parachute. And as, But before he cuts the parachute, I'm screaming, we're going to die! We're going to fucking die! And that's when the DMT released. And then... Right as he cut the shoot, I hear, watch this, like from behind me. And he cut the parachute with a knife that was in the back of my parachute pouch shit. And then we free fall again. And the DMT is released in my brain. And this is it. Like, because I don't even know that there's a reserve. I'm not thinking there's a. And who's to say that that reserve is going to work? This is my first time skydiving, dude. <laughs> like, so mentally. I was preparing to die yeah. as the ground was coming up closer and closer. And it was at that moment that like, and I've, I've known this, but to actually experience it in such detail and, and with no control of it happening or not, like made me realize that that particular one goal in life is to be able to, to die in peace, to say you, you were a good person and that's it take your last breath because there's nothing's going to save you. Those fucking, this ain't a video game. Mm. No zigging, no zagging, nothing. You're, you're, that's it. We're all going to have our last, last breath. Breath. Can't even talk. We're all going to have our last breath. And nobody wants to think about it because we're like too busy living life. Woo, yeah, fucking rat, I'm in the zone. Zone. And that's but, really why I had you on today is to really tell the viewers that we're all going to die and it's, Inavoidable and yeah. it's inexplicable and it's going to happen. So yeah. buckle up and just make sure you're a good person. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's okay. I was just trying to get a little closer to you, you can put without it being weird. You can put it back if you want. It's okay. I mean, fine. what would be the proper? Should I do this? Uh, do we hug? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to this. He hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't hugged anybody in a year, and he's like, "I'm way more comfortable with just, can, just putting a hand on a knee right now." I got now. hand sanitizer. I can, I'll touch you. I don't have with neck, my hand sanitizer. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, you yeah. seen the scar back here? That thing can get infected in a millisecond. 
Jesus, why do you gotta make this so awkward? What? I'm not making God, it awkward. We were you just are, talking dude. about being awesome I, while we were alive and dying, and yeah. then all of a sudden I got a little. All of a sudden it's an infomercial. Jesus. Oh. The first dead body you saw, you pro you were probably like four years old or something then. Why you gotta bring that up? Man? I don't know. I just was thinking I'm about so it. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring this up. Okay, fine. I'll answer your stupid question. It's very <laughs> logical, but it's still stupid. I'm not even gonna drink that. <laughs> That's yours. I don't care. You took the label off. I did. I'll drink it. Oh, it's yours. Jesus. Give me a second here. He's gotta gather so. God, water sure is nice, ain't it? It is. It's wonderful. What would we do without it? We wouldn't really do a lot, no. actually. Water is life. No. It's essential to life. Man, I was trying to figure out maybe what you were thinking mm -hmm. in your eyes right there. Yeah. What, what were but, we thinking? But I think, I think we're thinking the same thing. We're, we're, we're fucking, that's it. There's nothing. Blackness. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. I can't do that anymore, yeah, man. Dude. Yeah. Woo! I think they're kicking in. What? Okay. All right. Here's a question for you. So, first dead body that mm -hmm. I saw. We'll do that, and then I got another yeah. one. Yeah, okay. Don't forget your question. Oh, no, I'll no, answer I got, this I'll one first. I'll put a little first. pin in that. I'll put All a little right. pin. Well, uh, the first dead body that I saw, I think I was probably, like, literally... I mean, I remember seeing some, some bags when I was, you know, three, four, five... But I remember, like Let seven years old, I, I remember Let seeing. The 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 Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies the floor. So you're like little. I was very little, seven. Mm-hmm. I remember that, mm -hmm. um, and and, and uh, this is funny because in my stand up, when I do stand up, which isn't very often, my back hurts because I sit so much these days. But when I do do some stand up, uh, one of the things I I'd like to say is um, first paid of titties I saw I was seven. Yeah, she was eighty. Yeah, I, I thought that's what boobs look like like California raisins for the longest time of my life. But come to find out they're, they're not, they're not like that at all. Titties! And then everyone goes like, yeah, titties! Cause it's like, it's titties. Now do you, do you but literally that's what I thought. Do you, tag, like they, do you tag the joke up with titties? Do you go, titties! That's it, yeah. Nice. It's because if like, Boob, babes cool. Boobs, but, boobs cool, man. But the first time I actually saw my on, first pair of it boobies. was on an old woman. Was it on an old woman? Mm -hmm. And she was dead. Um, very hard. Rigor mortis. You or in. the... Oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Logical question. Right. Logical you said question. very hard, so I yes, said you no, or the yeah. lady. Yeah, I didn't even know what that meant at that age. But I can tell you that that was like a little bit shocking and terrifying to yeah. think, think that that's like what they look like because you know 80 year old boobies ain't as cool as you know younger they're freshies they're freshies i mean they're fresh and easies 
I don't want to get into that like, weird stuff. Oh no, but, not too fresh. Yeah, not too fresh. That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I swear to God, I feel like I can't even be funny or say jokes or say anything for that matter that might offend somebody or something. Like I don't even know. Like, are you talking fresh? Meaning like twenty five? I mean or you mean fresh like like 18 and that's weird and even 25 the, for me the, the is fact, weird like the fact that we are going on a deep dive now on the age makes it way worse than just leaving it at freshies yeah you're right you can edit that out though right <laughs> drum roll again oh. <laughs> weird oh I like it dude we're tandem touching. Tandem touching. We're gonna die. Five no seconds way. of DMT. <laughs> <sighs> what was your favorite stunt that you ever did that got cut on Jackass? Your favorite one that you're like, oh, why didn't that stay? There's so many, especially in this new movie, Jackass 4. Because we filmed for a year and a half because we kept getting shut down with COVID and whatever else and all the protocols and whatnot. Yeah. We filmed so much footage, there's like probably, we have at least two full feature films. Do you think there'll be a 4.5? Oh, there already is. But whether or not it comes out theatrically, I don't know. That's not up to me. Right. I wish it were because I'd say, are you kidding? 4.5 is better than 4. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. We have so much footage. There's going to be so much stuff that's cut out that I wish were not just for me, but all of our, you know, the whole, everybody killed it. It was insane. Yeah. Next level. Like, was there anything anybody asks, how are you going to do it? Or like, is it going to be like a bunch of geriatric old dudes running around? I'm like, you'll see. And you, you're going to say the same thing that I'm saying to you right now. That's the gnarliest shit we've ever done. And you've ever seen. It's uh, they each movie keeps getting progressively more funny and gnarly. And how I mean, does that ever? As a Jackass fan, this is very exciting to hear. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, it's gonna. It's dude. It's amazing, dude. Aaron, it was gnarly, man. It, it was, was so gnarly. gnarly back in the day, Sonny. I used to be somebody. I ripped my dick off. For a movie. I was doing my Steve-O. You were doing an old man. Yeah. Oh, I see. You were doing your Steve-O. I was doing Steve-O. And then you started doing an old man. I was doing an old man before you were doing (laughs) Steve-O, my friend. You were doing Jimmy Stewart or Sean. Was it Sean Connery? Well, would you like to do Sean Connery? No, that's not. That's. that's, How about a. uh, Well, wouldn't you like to do that? (laughs) Would you like to do some Sean Connery? Johnny Carson. That's that's, that's some wild stuff. That is some wild, wacky stuff there. Wild stuff. Yes. 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 Wild stuff. We love doing dated impressions on this show. (laughs) Dated? What year is this? Here is it, <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. You got it, dude. Damn, dude, you're good at this you're game. You're good at this you're game. Good at you're this good game, at this man. game. I'm doing you. Okay. No, I just was doing you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're doing me now. Whoa, weird. Yeah, right. Stuff. During the TV, the TV show or anything like that, what were like a, a stunt or something that you did? I know because oh, yeah. you can't talk about Jackass Four. No, I mean I could talk a little bit about some things, but I mean mostly I would just refer to the old stuff. Um, yeah. One time, I did this stunt called the Yellow Snow Cone. I'm sure you've seen it in Jackass the movie, where I peed into a snow cone mm-hmm. and then I ate it. Mm-hmm. People always ask me, "What did it taste like?" I say, "Shit." <laughs> Get it? Not pee. Poo. <laughs> <laughs> I love your sense high of humor. Brow. Very yeah. highbrow. Almost a unibrow. It's so high. Tight. 
But in that episode uh, where I performed the pea snow cone, which I originally wrote for uh, being the Snoopy snow cone machine that I, I peed into. I you sitting down at, like, like by the fireside in a typewriter and be like, what uh, stunts am I going to do tonight? <laughs> Just like a super romantic. Honestly, pretty much. I had a, a writer's tonight jacket. I will dip my balls in candle <laughs> wax, light my taint on fire, yes. and call it a day. Yes. And I didn't use punctuation. Mm. No. Bad boy. No time. On to the next. <laughs> On to the next stunt. Period. Why? Mm. <laughs> but in that episode. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm dying right now and this is my DMT release. It's yeah! this podcast. It's just ah! What did I do wrong to be here in my life? I'm dead. Every moment of my life is leading up to this moment right now. Oh my god. That's insane. What if this is all just not real anyways? Wait a second. Anyways, um, uh, so in that, uh, I did the yellow snow cone. So I peed into the snow cone, and then I uh, proceeded to vomit the pee up. And then Dave kicked me in the gonads quite as hard as he could. And that put me into a spin where I basically vomited all over the place in the snow in his backyard. Mm -hmm. And my thinking it would be the best thing to do at that moment was that I picked up the vomit snow and I put it back into the snow cone and then I looked at the camera and said, and this is the brown snow cone and then I ate it and everyone around me started throwing up. <laughs> kind of like the Stand By Me episode where they you know, start puking. And we can never show that on MTV or Paramount Pictures, whatever, Viacom. Eating uh, your own vomit? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what, is that the crossing the line? So you, they could show the pee, but they couldn't yeah. show the vomit. Yeah. What? That is, that is really weird. I think it has something to do with, like, um, bacteria in the air. Like, your urine is actually not... Sterile. It, it, it is sterile. Yeah. It's not, like... But, but the stomach acid, maybe the it's stomach so acid, gross. I don't know. But I didn't throw it at anybody. Nobody did, was even standing within five feet of me. Did, uh, they, in fact, ran when I did that. And no, we could never did, show that. Did Rick Cossack throw up? I know he has... He, oh, he, that's Lance. Well, Rick. Rick throws up. But Rick's pretty good about not throwing up. I guess Lance does it way he, more. L L Rick's pretty good. He's like a rock. He's, you know, behind that camera, you know, sitting there, shooting the shot. Yeah. Doing his thing. I love Rick. I'm good buddies Rick with Rick. Rick is the man. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, that's one. And another one that we never got to show, which I'm probably not supposed to talk about, but... At this point, this, whatever. Yeah. They were post-COVID. Yeah. So, fuck it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, is that uh, another thing that went into my mouth, and that was um, I took a, a tablespoonful of flour. Okay. And I... I put it in my mouth and I swallowed it. Yeah, come to find out flour turns to dough when it gets wet. And so before I could swallow it, it turned to dough in my throat and I couldn't breathe. So we had to shove a garden hose down my throat, full blast, and it forced the now dough cemented into my throat through my esophagus down into my stomach, which later on I pooped out. That sounds, that, that sounds like a nightmare. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't very cool. It, in the moment, it was like another moment I where mean, I was like, uh-oh, I fucked up. I'm going to die now. Because I couldn't just, breathe. And everyone's like, like, and nobody had the garden hose ready. The garden hose was still wrapped up. It was still in the spindle. The, yeah, yeah, it was at Dave's house here in Portland. Somebody's trying to run it, and then they're, oh, no, it's, it was it's not literally long like, enough. I'm like, 
you know, do my intro. I'm Danger Aaron, and this is the flower or whatever. And so, and I'm just like looking at everybody, and everyone's looking at me, like thinking I'm, you know, acting or something. Which yeah. <laughs> they learned right then that I, I, I'm not like... a very good actor. I'm just like this is really happening. And so, uh, it took about. 15 seconds before anybody even realized. And so another 15 seconds to get the garden hose over there. I was about a total of a minute at least where I was in panic mode, not breathing, which oh. is different than being in relaxed mode, not breathing. Right. Because you're like panic mode, not breathing. <laughs> Three seconds done. Whereas, you but, know. Okay, for, but for the stunt though, explain to me like, what was the idea behind the stunt though? You were just going to eat pure some comedy. flour. Just pure comedy. Okay. <laughs> no, that that like, was actually the the, that, the, the stunt that was idea. Stunt. Oh, is it you might choke? Yeah. Oh. And it worked. But, yeah, but you didn't know it was going to work that well. But who knew it was going to work? You, th you thought it was going to be more like a thing, like kind of coating your throat. Not yeah, like, like uh, instantly like, yeah, oh, yeah oh. like, well, I made sure that we got a good spoonful of flour. Yeah, of course. I wasn't going to half-ass that. No, that's not what you, you know, do. That's no, not what not I do. I'm so not like, about half It was huge, huge. Yeah. Oh, and by the time, you know, by the minute it touches. You've good it, yeah, oh, <laughs> You're really good. I, you know, COVID's been good to me. <laughs> Quarantine and knees. You know? Quarantine and knees. COVID's yellow been good mic, to yellow me. Yellow mic, yellow mic. <laughs> yellow mic. Oh. <laughs> way too big. Way too big. It's too much. It's too much. I'm going to die. I'm choking. So. We're talking about the flower still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, so that moment happened. Um, and in that moment, yeah, I thought for sure I'm probably going to die now. But luckily my bros were there and, and they shoved that garden hose down my throat and, and all of a sudden I'm able to breathe again. And we proved that that is a stupid thing to do. And they yeah. can, we can never show that because... Because it's a household item. <laughs> well, for instance, when I did uh, the fast food football where I ran through the uh, Burgerville on 12th and Hawthorne, which you're doing a comedy show tonight right down the street from, yeah. uh, and I dressed as football uniform, and I ran through and stole the food from the lady handing it out, and I turned around, spiked it, did a high knees runoff and everything. Wasn't like that, that one of your first ones that, that was like first made? That yeah. weekend of filming for the pilot. Uh, I did that and Danger Aaron Extreme Pogo. Those are the first two things I filmed. Uh, back in the year of 1999. Yeah. These stunts are performed so by like, professionals. Are, you, are, are, are like that many people blind and deaf that they don't hear or see us say, do not do this at home? Because there was a time when I swear to God, people were doing it at home a lot. Oh, yeah. Dude, so, me growing yeah. up, I was doing. I yeah. was one of those kids that yeah. was doing it at home. I, I have a bunch of... I have me and some buddies, We like we we were trying to form our own... Even though like nobody asked us to, it was huh. that thing because we What'd were watching it? stuff. It was like it was called like camel humps or something Woo. really stupid. Nice. It was camel like, humps. It was like 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 camel something like camel humps or something like that. And uh, it was me and a couple other guys who would do these just dumb 
we'd film dumb stuff. Cool. And, like, you well, know, what we do saw you, you consider guys. dumb? Like, like I, I, to be honest, some would call it genius. Um, I would agree. Okay. I would agree. Were you being dumb or just really smart? Really funny. Let's okay. put it that way. Okay. 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 Well, let's uh, just say back in those days, there was a lot of broken arms in uh, fast food handouts because oh. a lot of kids were emulating what we said not to do, and they were running through fast food places and, and stealing the arms. food and breaking people's arms that were handing it out. <laughs> and so those people tried to sue, you know, whoever the appropriate people yeah. are to sue, which is nobody because they're idiots and they should listen and and read when we say, "Do not try this at home." We are professionals and or complete idiots. We, I'll tell you a couple <clears throat> that we did. We did, um, this was all like literally when uh, I was a teenager in the middle of Kansas and Missouri, like in the Midwest. One of them was uh, I got completely covered in mud at, the, at a local pond. Totally. Uh, and then went to the public pool and like jumped <laughs> in. And, oh, like, you just went and jumped in? Yeah. Is it because people were swimming in it. So oh, they I, saw I me like covered head to toe and I was like, ah, and I went in and it was giant mud and gross stuff went to the pool and people literally got out screaming. They're like, ah. Did you get in trouble? No. How did you not get in trouble? We drove away immediately. You just bolted. Bolted. My buddy was driving, like we hopped in his car laughing and we got in and, 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 and then and we drove And looking back at that now, like, do you think that was funny? Oh, absolutely. It's funny. It's really funny. But you know what's more funny what? is if you didn't just bolt and you hung out there and, and like, <laughs> then dealt with what people had to say to you. Right. that's where the real that's, action is. Right. Like, for you instance. Did, me keep swimming and being yeah, gross. Like, what? What? Yeah. what? Oh, and, I'm sorry. And then, and then try friend. to like get your way out of it. Oh, yeah. Then another friend joining me, jumping in as <laughs> yeah. well, all muddy. Like yeah. that, like me, my brain more comedy developed now. I'd be like, oh, well, that's the joke of it. Yeah. But back the then. The interaction of humanity between right. what you did. But we were so worried about actually getting <laughs> I, I know. in trouble that we, you know, we bolted. bolted. Yeah. So you really missed out on we, a good opportunity to really like. It's true. You and, know, you know, and that's why you're the, the professional, dude. And, <laughs> yeah, and, well, and I was the, just a little amateur. That's all right. That's all right. That's, that's all right. Right. We didn't do that one. That's a good one. You didn't try that at home. That was your no. own. That was no, your we, own. We, we did some of our own. Like, yeah. We, we did some. We did sledding in the bushes, which you guys did a lot yeah. of like that yeah, kind of bush, bush work. Bush <laughs> a lot of a lot of, a lot of bush work. Yeah. We did. Um. We did this thing because we thought thongs were hilarious. You guys made thongs hilarious. They are. They're very funny. Mm -hmm. uh, we went uh, uh, doorbell ditching um, at this little town in Missouri. Mm. And we dressed up. We dressed up as women, and we dressed up in thongs, and we we ding dong ditched like a bunch of neighbors in this little town of Missouri. Wait, wait, wait. See, wait. What? Uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but I have to. Yeah. So you draw. You drove around dressed up in thongs and dressed up as women, and then you rang the doorbell and then took off running. Yeah. So. Why do you need to be dressed up in thongs if nobody's gonna see you, dude? <laughs> the whole point is you should stick around for the person to open the door and be like, oh God, what is happening? You guys rang a doorbell in thongs and then broke, let's run, and then got back into the car just to hang out with each other dressed that way, but nobody else could see you. Think about what you're telling well, when me. When you break it down like that. There's no other way to break it down. <laughs> 
like <laughs> it just sounds like such an excuse for us to put on thongs and dress up as women. I guess so. Ding ding ding! My goodness, this is amazing. We're onto something here. So the the son of who was driving the car was a, a preacher. Okay, we go home to his house and we're so happy with ourselves that we got this hilarious footage, right? We're watching ourselves on the living room TV. The preacher wakes up in the middle of the night and he goes, what are you boys watching? And and we quickly turn it off and, uh, and, and we're like, nothing. And he goes, rewind that. Was that the Fields house? He recognized the house because it's a small town. And we're like, ugh. He made us watch it with him uh-huh. in the room. And who was wearing the G-string? I was. You were wearing the thonger? Yeah. And and it what was me was it? and two brothers. Uh, I think it was like purple Where or something like that. Where did you find a thong out there? Where, I think Kansas? It, was, it was women's. It was a women's was thong. It, like, do you know somebody that had it? You just bought it? I think we got a Goodwill one. Okay. You went, got we a Goodwill thong. <laughs> put it on. And didn't even stick around for the person to open the door to see you in that. You just got right back in the car and high-fived each other. Maybe bro-hugged. <laughs> yeah. I'm an oh amateur. I'm, like, I'm an amateur, this dude. Is, this, is the, this is the most amazing thing I've... This is great. And so he's watching. So he's watching, and then he recognizes the house, and it's me, uh, the younger brother, and the older brother. And this guy is very, very militant about religion and the Bible, and it's a very strict There's nothing in the Bible that says you can't wear a G-string. That is true. Go ahead. So then uh, he goes... Do you think that the Lord thinks that this is funny? Oh, hell yeah, he does. And my, my, my buddy, he goes, actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he say he loud enough that? that he heard it? Oh, yeah. Okay. And he got in so, like, he got in so much trouble. So, the, the, they, me and the, and the younger brother, we had the same haircut mm-hmm. style, and we're both, like, pale, white, tall guys, mm-hmm. right? For the longest time, they thought that it was him in that video, and he got grounded for months. Months later, he's like, wait, you thought that was me? That was Jeremiah. He ratted me out after the fact. His mom would never hug me again. Oh. She would never, and I wasn't invited to their house anymore because they found out I was in the thong. over and over again? I can't believe my baby would do that. But she watched it over and over again and thought, thought it, was it was her son, her son and yeah. then found out it was, it was you. Me and, then, <gasps> and after watching it over and over again, realizes that she watched uh, you, me. a little boy outside of the family in a yes. dog running back and forth not going her, like- Not her child. Yeah. That would be awkward. It would be awkward. I can't, I she can't never, blame her. She never hugged me again. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't invited to their house ever again. Man, you should show up to their house in that in that, that same, same thong. But stick around for the reaction stick this around time. for the party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't be like, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, shooting. <laughs> be like, hey, everybody. What are you drinking? Let's party. Then right. more like that. Right. And then see where it goes. Okay. Like, like for instance, one time I did this skit called The Handoff, mm-hmm. where I pretended that I got my hand stuck underneath the car, jacked yeah. up like changing the tire ah, ah. and it was a rubber hand and and many people came up to try and get the card lifted off of my hand that was underneath and it was rubber and I was pulling it and whatever else and that would be like if I, if they came over there and instantly I just took off running <laughs> and right. left the rubber hand there right. underneath the tire well that's the difference between the point is is that 
like the shock you're having you having of people. even the the confidence to stay in the pocket like that there's nowhere else that's, to go you know what i mean the that's deeper a in thing. you go the better off you'll be yeah you've got you just got and that's how it. and that's how i figured out with my comedy down yeah. the line but i didn't know that as a uh, no, when but I was these younger. Are good things to flush out right yeah. now yeah like maybe maybe you were like learning something from your past that's helped you in the the now time like yeah. your timing you know, like, fuck, I'm not going to wear a G-string again without letting people really hang out with me. Oh, for sure. You know? For Which sure. Would be kind of funny if you actually showed up to a comedy show in your G-string. Yeah. And not address it. So And just anyway, not address it at all. If we just walk and out And then at the, the end, maybe you could tell that story that you've been saving this for like 20, you know, 30 yeah. years. You've been waiting to just shock people with yeah. your awesome physique. That's good. Yeah, it's doable. But anyways, so confusing people is like, I think, yeah, uh, 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 the the joke of, of all those things that you said, the shock mm -hmm. of, of what am I looking at? That initial like, uh, oh, yeah, that's where the comedy is, yeah, yeah. is the reactions, yeah. which, like you said, we didn't get any <laughs> no, reactions. Just like, did they even open the door when you were still there? <laughs> they never even saw what you were wearing. No, and we thought we were so slick. Right? Can you believe that we rang their doorbell? At not one point did you guys think that like what you were wearing was part of like the joke, because you thought it was the joke. But we we thought it was the joke, but we weren't smart enough to. <laughs> I still like love this so much. It's like one of the greatest, like as you say, fails ever. Oh, it's a giant fail. Like, like I want to refilm this. <laughs> like, we can. Let's film this. We can. Like, I'll come to LA. I don't care. Let's film do this. It. Like I I'll will do it with you. I will you do and that I, a thousand percent. You and I yes. will wear G-strings or, yes. or Speedos at least. Yes. And we'll go knock on somebody's door and we're going to stand there and we're going to have a conversation with those people. Okay, let's we're do gonna it. We're not going to run. Okay, we're not going to do gonna it. We're going to stick it, stay I'm in the pocket. I'm holding you to this. I'm 100%. Let's do it. We're doing it. Okay. Because I'll, be, this I'll is, be down in... in, in Two weeks. I'll this be is, down to LA. This is this, like you said. It's like 15, 20 years in the making. You got to break this, I, I, man. I, I, I got to make this right. You got to make this right. Yeah. This is like a long time coming. This, this is, is a like, very this long is gonna, time. This is serious. Life changing moment right here. Oh, I think it'll be a shift. Yeah. I think Power the stars shift. are gonna align. God, this could be the one thing that's held you back from anything you've ever <laughs> wanted to do. This could be the reason why you're here as a comedian and not here, Jeremiah. Huh? 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 Prom king? No. Oh. Well, do you want to be? Yeah. Fucking do this. Let's do it, dude. Yeah, you prom king. <laughs> yeah, I'll dude. be prom king with you. Okay, great. Wait, so we'll be uh, two like, prom like kings. Two, two of them? Yeah. It's 2021. Uh, do we like trade out? Like, no, uh, we just, Is it both. two crowns? We're no, we'll just share it. Oh, okay. We'll both be prom king. Yeah. Like, that's pretty normal. No, that's fine. All right. Cool. Yeah. 2021. I'm going to close out the show with a segment that I call Sax Talk. Sax Talk. Oh. Sax Talk. I was a young boy. Probably about, uh, I think I was 20 years old, and a friend of mine was getting married. And it was going to be a beautiful wedding on the mountain. Uh, my mom and dad were actually coming because they were friends with him as well. And I proceeded to go to this wedding dressed up in what I thought was a proper attire, which at the time was polyester pants and a nice white button-up shirt. And as we were there, after the vows were spoken and the wedding proceeded to go into a, an after party, as they say, a, you know, a wedding party. 
And at most weddings, there are quite a few beautiful women there, as bridesmaids and, you know, whatnot. And we've paired up with bridesmaids back then, as they do today still. You pair up with the bridesmaid. Well, I proceeded to dance with this particular bridesmaid. And in that moment, for some reason, the polyester pants started itching on my penis, right on the head. Just the head. And I was aroused, not just by her beauty, but also by that feeling of polyester on my penis. Well, that proceeded to get hard, which then stuck out of my pants quite large, which is not really that big, but big enough to notice that I have an erection. I have an erection. Not only do I have an erection, but I have an erection in the middle of a dance floor at a wedding that my parents are at as well. So instead of not acknowledging this erection, I go and I do the exact thing that any boy would do at the age of 20, and that is I go into a breakdancing move on a slow song, and the breakdancing move involves me leaning over so nobody can see I have an erection. And as I slither slide off that dance floor in my breakdance move, showing nobody my erection, I walked off confident knowing that I did the right thing. And my mom and my dad did not have to see me getting a hard on at a wedding. It was too late for the woman, though. She had already seen it. In fact, she accidentally bumped into it when we were dancing. But that's okay, because we were both young, and we had a good time. I got erection. I got erection. I got erection. Oh, to be young again! Right! Oh, indeed, indeed. Man, took me right back there. To. Sorry. It was a good old flashback, wasn't it? Whoa, 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 whoa. You're leaking there, buddy. No, 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 no. That's just. uh, that's some keys. That, that's the bottled water. The keys. The keys. Some water. That's the liquid keys. Some weed and some yeah. gummies. Yeah. That's all that's in my pocket. <laughs> Lighter. Right. And this thing right here. This. See that right there? Uh huh. You know what that is? Uh, yeah. That's grass, okay. man. That's grass. Okay. All right. All right. Nothing's going on. Okay. Nothing's going on. Why are you looking on? at my dick? I don't know. Why did you just look at my dick? I don't know. I was you curious. just looked at my dick. I was curious. That's not my ankle. Okay. I'm looking down here now. Ah oh, man. Well, anyways. <laughs> so anything you want to plug or anything? Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Um, do I want to plug anything? Yeah, actually, um, 
I would like to plug that uh, uh, Jackass 4 uh, will be coming out into theaters this uh, October 2021. Granted that, you know, all goes as well with the COVID and pandemic and whatnot. And the theaters yeah. are open. Um, so we worked really hard on that. Um, and it's going to be, uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. Um, I'm going to be putting together uh, some some merch stuff that I'm going to be like slinging through my dot com that is, uh, you know. Someday I'll probably build. Maybe not. I don't know. Heck yeah. Um, uh, I'll be releasing a photo book, photo albums, whatnots of uh, bands that I've been touring with for the last 20 years. Well, send me links to whatever you want. I'll put it in in the description and all that stuff. Um, uh, Other than that, uh, the only thing I want to really plug is, um, you know, be solid human. And, And not just like care for each other, but care for yourself and understand that we only get one Life, one chance, and every moment and every choice you make affects the next. It really does. So don't fuck it up. Okay? Peace. Peace. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. Tight. Yellow (laughs) mic.